Podcast listeners, and welcome to episode 18 of Tremendous Opinions Podcast. Since I left you, I've been getting better at swiveling around in my chair and not busting my kneecap open on the table. And uh, <clears throat> really, since I've seen you, I've had the best two days of my life back to back. I told you we we're going to my brother's bachelor party in Houston. Uh, that's why I named this title Houston Love Letter, because the best two days of my life were just spent in Houston, Texas. Um, it started the day we got there. We got there like 9 a.m., uh, waited like an hour at the airport for some more of the guys to get there. There's about 10 total guys from really all around the world. Two of them are foreign basketball players now. Uh, some of them are from Ada, Oklahoma. Some of them are from like coastal Georgia. Me from Raleigh. My little brother from Raleigh. So we all gathered up and emerged together in Houston. And just from touchdown, it was on. Like, let's see, what did we do? Like, eight of us were together at like 10 in the morning, and we went to. Uh, Pinkerton Barbecue, I think is what it was called. And uh, the guy working there, Mike, he was the coolest dude. He had like a side hat company. That's where I got this hat. And then uh, Corey got another hat. Um, we were cooling with him for like an hour. Some great barbecue. Texas has, I mean, some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Then we go to Top Golf, and that got ugly. Uh, we pretty much almost got kicked out of Top Golf like three different times. And I was probably the worst golfer in the group. I'm so bad. It's embarrassing. I didn't even make contact like three times. Totally whiffed the ball. And maybe that's why I'm looking to go to a chiropractic adjustment tomorrow. Uh, but Top Golf was on fire. Then, what, we went to, we had an Airbnb rented out for, you know, the three days we were there. So we went to the house. They had a pool table right in the middle of the living room. It was a freaking cool house. Um, so we just started partying and turning up at the house. And what did we do? Okay, so we went to a spot, like a party spot, I guess, like a dance place in, like, the middle of downtown Houston. And we're having a good time. We have like a booth. We're cooling, like super cooling. And we're in Houston the uh, week the UFC is there. So we expected to run into some people, maybe see some celebrities or cool people. But while we're chilling in the booth, I'm like right next to my brother Corey. And at the same time, we kind of see something out of the corner of our eye. And at first, I honestly didn't believe it. I just saw a pink afro go through the crowd and to the opposite side of the building. And I looked at Corey, and he was already bugging, like looking at me. And after, like I said, at first, I thought it was like an, an impersonator or something. But I duck down and look across the building, and I see Sugar Show Sean O'Malley. And if you don't know who that is, look him up on YouTube. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone watching this podcast would know who Sean O'Malley is. But 
it was pretty cool. Like I've only been struck like that a few times in my life. When I saw, uh, let me think. When I saw Lil Wayne, when I saw Drake, and that was just at concerts. I saw Vince Carter really close. I met Vince Carter, and I was really close to LeBron James. Let's just call it at that. They, those people have like an aura around them, like what Dave Chappelle described seeing Rick James as like. like the, it's not like a regular person. And Sean O'Malley's not even like a quarter of what he's going to end up being in the future. He's like a next billionaire fighter like McGregor. But being that close and seeing like I, I got to dap O'Malley up, dude. Um, it was crazy. To look in his eye. Because I've seen him on UFC, like, pay-per-views. I've seen him on YouTube. Uh, I've seen him, like, with the Nelk Boys and stuff on the internet um, on YouTube. So, seeing him in person was just like, what? And we kind of played it cool. We didn't take pictures of him to start out with. We just dapped him up and let him know that we're we've been fans for a minute. You know, we wish him well, and we went back over to our booth and started cooling it again. And uh, we ended up leaving, going across the street, and, I mean, he didn't follow us, but he did. Like, we were across the street, cooling in another booth, and, uh, you know, it was a pretty cool place. Like, they had a laser show and stuff like that, and lights and smoke and all that, so... We're chilling there for a minute, and I got to go to the bathroom. So I get up, and I'm walking, and there's like a small hallway to walk to the bathroom. And as I'm walking there, right in front of my face, I see Sean O'Malley. He's edging his way through, going the opposite way. And I screamed in his ear. I know I did. I, I screamed like undefeated forever. Right in his ear hole, dude. Like, <laughs> I couldn't have been closer to Sean O'Malley. And I didn't think nothing else of it. I go to the bathroom, I come back out. And the booth that we're in is right next to Sean O'Malley's booth. For probably two to three hours, we're just right there next to Sean Sugar Show O'Malley. And I still can't believe it. So my buddy Spencer, he's part of our party. He was in the corner over there sitting on the top of the booth probably two feet from O'Malley all night. It was like he was his bodyguard. He's posted up next to O'Malley. And he had the sickest picture with him later through the night. Um, Yeah, I love that picture. That's one of my favorite pictures I've ever had in my phone. Um, That's how the bachelor trip started. Partying with Sean O'Malley. The next day, um, Corey, the bachelor, he ended up winning $1,000 cash in ones. That was pretty fun and unexpected. And then we bought tickets to UFC, went to UFC, went back to the same like dance place, whatever. Uh, after that night, now Mally's there again with uh, Bradley Martin, of all people. If you don't know who that is, he's like a personality uh, fitness guru type guy that parties with uh, 
like enough boys in full send in them. So, I mean, the weekend was on fire, regardless to say. I mean, I don't need to say it. It was freaking crazy. The guys that went, they know. There's a couple stories that I even have it written down here to say on the out of the notepad, but I can't even. <laughs> well, now if I don't say it, it may seem worse than what it is. One of the guys at the end of, what, Saturday night, after all the UFC stuff, it was a long day. And seeing Sean O'Malley again, uh, that second night, we all get back to the house. And uh, one of the old boys comes around the corner and he don't have any clothes on. He's about as naked as a jaybird. And uh, the only thing he got over his little package was a dollar bill. One of the dollars that Corey won earlier in the day. So you got about 10 of us just hee-haw laughing at him. And uh, at that point, the doorbell rings. And no hesitation. He said, no, I got it, I got it. Turns around, and his little, oh no, his little butt was exposed, dude. He he doesn't go like regular. He runs like, like he skips over to the door like the Pied Piper. At the door was my buddy's IHOP, the DoorDash guy. So, apparently... I mean, I didn't see it, but apparently he just answered the door naked and took took the IHOP. So that happened. Um, dude, Houston was so good to us. I'll forever remember those couple of days. It, I mean, I just thought going to the UFC would be cool and hanging out with the boys. Uh, but it turned out to be so much more than what we thought. And couldn't have written it better honestly um so sean o'malley forever and houston barbecue dude houston barbecue we went to a mexican place that was probably the worst mexican joint i've ever been to in my life and even like my buddies at the thing i make jokes about sometimes like uh like a Mexican place if they got bad chicken or something or I don't know I'll say it's like a stray cat or something like that like you don't see any stray cats in a parking lot that's a Joey Diaz joke but it's so true like some of this food man the the Mexican place in Houston that we went to the Yelp reviews just lied I'm never trusting Yelp we should have known like the the chips and salsa was nasty and if the chips and salsa ain't even good, why even bother getting anything else? But we just, you know, it's whatever. We had to take Ubers everywhere in Houston, and that ran amok. We probably spent like $4,000 in Uber rides in two days. I mean, that Uber's no joke, especially late at night after the UFC. Oh, my God. It was like $150 Uber ride. But it is what it is. And that was the best two days of my life. So I I don't regret any of it. I would do it the exact same way. Uh, Corey, his wedding is coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'll be driving down to Savannah, Georgia. 
and I just picked out a pretty sweet suit for the uh, for the rehearsal. Uh, I'm nervous about giving a speech. That's, I don't know, I'll just have to brave up and do it. You know, if I think too much about it, it'll get messy. Um, so we'll see all the boys again at the wedding, and, oh, dude, the same guy that got naked at the house and answered the door for IHOP. Uh, we were at the place with O'Malley in the booth next to us, and some song came on, and he jumped up and threw his hands up, and I thought it'd be a, a good idea to go ahead and pick him up like a freaking Olympic weightlifter and, like, power cling him. And, dude, he weighed, like, 5 million pounds. I don't know how he weighs that much. And we just go toppling over. But what it, like, he went, like, I don't know, head first into the floor. Uh, and I felt so bad about it, like, 10 times since I've been back. But... It is what it is. He didn't die. And really, if anything, it looked like, it, just to like a passerby, it looked like someone was trying to rush O'Malley and got body slammed on their head. I feel bad. I didn't mean to. I'm just weak and I haven't worked out since George Bush is in office. That's totally my fault. Sorry, Ethan. Now I've exposed who was naked. It's okay. No one listens to the podcast. Um... So I got my brother's wedding coming up, dude. <clears throat> and honestly, I don't know. Just because I'm a fan of the Godfather movies and the intro to that movie is like people giving the wife gifts and stuff. And also in uh, in Goodfellas, there's a uh, a scene like that as well when they're getting married with the silk purse and throwing the money in there and the gifts so I don't know I feel obligated to get like a nice gift to my brother and to Kiana and I've already picked hers out and I have it I'm looking at it right now off screen but I really don't know what to get my brother he's always wanted a sword but who gets somebody a sword as a wedding gift? That's just, that's ridiculous. I did think about it though. I thought hard about it. And I looked at swords even. But who does that? No one does that. That's ridiculous. It would be freaking sweet though. I wouldn't be mad if someone gave me a sword on, on my wedding day. But still, it's freaking weird. I'll figure it out. I can't get him shoes or something basic. It got to be something nice, something nice. I don't know. I've been stirring about it for weeks. Um, the day, I think Corey's going to Jamaica on his honeymoon. So the day after his wedding, they'll be doing that. And I have a four-hour drive to make to just outside Atlanta, Georgia for a NFL fantasy draft. And that's going to turn up and be a show as well. That's going to get ugly. Man, so many good memories in, in Houston. I'm just looking over all my notes. I skipped a bunch of stuff. 
There's a very, oh, I'm not even going to bring her name up. Beautiful lady I fell in love with in Houston. God knows where she is. That's tough. Talking with my sister the other day about who's next, who's getting married, and it's not me. Sorry, ladies. I'll be by myself making this lowly podcast for the foreseeable future. But it's cool, dude. It's cool. Because, I don't know. I've always been one of those people that can entertain myself. I think because I was an only child for the first few years of my life. I'm going to cut off the AC for the audio. Dude, we hung out with Sean O'Malley, bro. I'm a total fanboy, man. I'm a nerd. I'm a freaking 30-year-old freaking nerd. That's embarrassing. It'll be okay. But... Oh, okay. Before I left, I said I would do some type of uh, audio-only version of like a vinyl record playthrough. And I've been teetering back and forth with that idea because I read up on the copyright laws and that's definitely frowned upon. But at the same time, I really don't care. So uh, I'm going to do that in the next couple of days. And really, I did write some notes, but they're crappy notes, man. I just wanted to film something and put something out on the airwaves just so... I'm just not stalling and sitting there. And for whatever reason, it's hard for me to get myself to do anything, bro. Like, outside of work, I'm lazy. I'll do anything for my work. I'll just drop something and go do whatever for work. But when it comes to me wanting to do something for me, I'm freaking lazy. And I'll sit there and watch, like, the most worthless videos for hours on end. But the second I watch something about learning how to do some music or like trying to freaking do better my brain just shuts off I can't do it dude so and really working through this and talking about it maybe to whoever watches this it'll make me do better so yeah I gotta hold myself to doing better on the pod Houston love letter baby I could fall in love in Houston if I ever go back, um, yeah, I'm susceptible to falling in love. Oh, I got a pinky ring on. I was digging through a backpack, cleaning out my stuff, and found this. I guess it's beezes, I don't know. But I could dig it. I like buying jewelry, but I hate looking like a tool bag. So, this is just, I would never wear this out in public. I used to work at a drive through gas station. There was this guy from, like, New Jersey or something that came through. And he always had, like, eight rings on his hand. And reaching for the his little drink in the drive through window, he had eight, at least eight rings. And I always thought that dude was cool as crap because of it. But I just can't. I'm not that guy.
I'll wear it on the pod though. Um, mm. Before I head out, Space Jam vinyl. Picked that up the other day, so I'll be jamming some of those off that album. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that in the next two or three days. No sense in uh, procrastinating, waiting around. So. If you want to just jam out with some of my music, be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, dude, sorry for the lackadaisical podcast, but it is what it is, dude. It's like past midnight already. And let's see, I'm not even 20 minutes in yet. Dude, Sean O'Malley. I know, I'm just giving listeners an ear beating about it. But dude, I've thought about it 20 times a day since we left. That doesn't happen. It could have easily been some freaking loser that no one cares about, but nah. That's the one right there. Like, that's Neo from The Matrix. He's the one. I was cooling it right there all night. Gnarly. And I body slammed Ethan right in front of him. Cool. Sorry, Ethan. I'm going to give him a hug when I see him. I I feel bad. I I dropped him right on his head. It's okay. At Corey's wedding, I'll let him pick me up and throw me through a freaking table. Or shove a cake in my face or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I feel like this wedding's gonna get real ugly too. It's gonna be beautiful, but ugly at the same time. If you know what I mean. We got some real animals going down there. Hmm. Yeah, your boy's going to be looking nice. I got a uh, suede jacket that I'm wearing. Looks real nice. Real nice, Clark. But yeah, I'm not just going to keep you guys here listening to my ignorance all night. Uh, thank you for watching. You're giving me a reason to continue doing this. The five of you that watch, God bless you. Hope you have the best two days of your life. And I hope you get to meet Sean O'Malley. Righteous. Um, yeah, I'm going to make myself do this. Even if I get kicked off of YouTube, I'm going to have a sick audio episode listening to my type of music. So love it, hate it. It's going to be up in a couple days. Um, I know I'm probably monotone. But really, dude, alright, so, what, I got back on a Sunday night late, got a house like 2 in the morning, so Monday and Tuesday went by just like that, and Wednesday is really when I got to feeling normal from the bachelor trip, and what, this is the Sunday, so this is a whole week being back home, and I mean, it was like the, the flights, the sleep schedule, I was up till the sun came up with Coleman, 
out there on the patio smoking cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? It's just, oh, and my voice was gone until Wednesday or Thursday. I probably still sell like I'm, sound like I'm selling Buicks with Shaq. Got icy hot in my throat. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's been a struggle bus week, but getting back to it. This is one of the hats I got from Mike. H-Town, Masters hat. Cool people in Texas, man. I miss the Midwest. Uh, the coolest people in the world. So, God bless Texas. Houston Love Letter episode. Thank you for watching. Sean O'Malley, Be Forever Undefeated. And Vinyl Audio Jams record coming up soon. I totally messed that up. Vinyl record audio jam. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. Thank you for watching Tremendous Opinions Podcast. God bless. I'll see you soon.